Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Are we ready? Ready. The word of God says, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may prove things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. Matthew 23, verse 27 says, Woe! Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye are like unto white sepulchers, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Let me read that one again. Woe unto you. That's bad when somebody says, woe, woo, woe. Unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye are like unto white sepulchers, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Just thinking about that should make you just shiver inside. Let us pray. Father, we just bless you right now. We give you all glory, honor, and praises. Father, we thank you for this word that is about to go forth, oh God. Father, let us be changed by the word of God. Let us be transformed by the word of God as it goes forth, oh God. Let it not go on to deaf ears, oh God, but let it go inside of us, Lord, to change us, to build us up, to be what you have called us to be in the name of Jesus. Father, I decrease so that you may increase. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, you are my strength. You are my redeemer, oh, God. Have your way in this word. Have your way in your people right now, oh, God, so that we can walk away from this place changed, oh, God, to do a better work for you outside of these four walls in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Amen. 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 In the mornings, I love sitting in my room with the windows open, feeling the breeze and hearing the birds sing. Each one of those birds was created by God, the master creator, each one with its own song. And each beautifully colored and shaped and formed by God himself. As I've watched through my windows and I've sometimes sitting on the deck, I've seen so many beautiful birds that fly by and land to refresh or to eat. These beautiful creatures of God are beautiful to look at. I've seen some red cardinals, some blue cardinals, and 
On occasion, I've seen a purple cardinal. I've seen birds that I'm not familiar with. And I sit in awe as I watch them, just looking at how God made each one of them just different, beautiful. I was in awe one day when I saw a blackbird with bold yellow blocks of color on its sides landing on the ground. So beautiful. One day as I was sitting in the car waiting to go downstate for a banquet, I saw this beautiful red cardinal sitting on the ground, eating away at what looked like a small dead animal. In that moment of time, I was distracted. I was not able to see the beauty in that cardinal because of what he was doing. I was just looking at his actions. I was looking at him eating away at something dead. So I could not see how really beautiful he was anymore. It just turned me off to see what he was doing. Something that is normally beautiful was not beautiful anymore because I was looking at what he was doing. Do you get the picture? Recently, my husband and I were taking a drive. We had driven past the street that we wanted to turn on, so we had to make a U-turn into a lot. And as we pulled in, I saw this beautiful black and orange bird fly up from the ground into a tree. And then when we turned to make our U-turn and wait for the traffic to go by, I saw that same beautiful bird fly down and land into a puddle of water and began cleaning himself in that muddy, dirty water. He looked as if he was really enjoying himself as he shimmied in the water, dipping and shimmying, dipping and shimmying. Can you see where I'm headed with this? Dipping himself into dirty, muddy water. Beautiful bird. Birds are beautiful creations in a dirty world. We as children of God are also beautiful creations in a dirty, difficult world. Beautiful birds don't have a choice as to how they live. Like each one of us, they were created by God, the master creator. They live off of the earth. It's their habitation. They have to make the choice as to whether or not what they see will be good bait to live on. And because it's of the earth and the early bird catches the worm, they have no choice but to eat what they see. As Christians, we are beautifully made in the image of God. Each one of us has been created in a very unique way, African-American, Caucasian, Spanish, Italian, Polish, all different shades and all different characters. When God created us, we were given the power of choice. Like the beautiful birds, there are times when we have to make decisions. We have to make decisions and sometimes we make the wrong decisions. Sometimes we make the dirty decisions. We're beautiful on the outside, 
but then we dip ourselves into dirty, muddy water when we choose to pick up dead, dirty things, say mean things, talk about others, have negative thoughts and attitudes, and lay that negativity onto others. We are beautifully dirty. When we walk around with a frown on our face, instead of turning it around and wearing a smile, and we get caught up in worldly actions and circumstances, but yet we say we are Christians, we are beautifully dirty. Many church congregations are dwindling down because of the treatment persons have received from persons who profess to know God and his word. We are beautifully dirty. Again, Matthew 23, 27 says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Birds are not able to change their habitation. They cannot change the way they live, but we can. It's not enough to be beautiful on the outside and think that we'll make it to heaven. Outward beauty is nothing. All the Mary Kay or Fenty foundation that you put on to conceal blemishes will not look good on, you'll look good on the outside, but what is on the inside? What is on the inside? Psalm 24, starting with verse three, it says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from God, from the God of his salvation. The Bible also says in Romans 12 and 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good, and perfect and acceptable will of God. The incarnation of Jesus was our lifeline to living a life that is good and acceptable and that is the perfect will of God. He suffered, he bled, he died for our salvation on Calvary's cross. Something beautiful became dirty for each one of us. Each drop of blood represented our sins that were nailed to the cross. One drop for the time you lied. One drop for the time you fell into deception. One drop for the time you were filled with hateful jealousy. One drop for the time you committed fornication. One drop for the time that you dipped yourself into a crowd of unsanitary mess and got into something that you could not get yourself out of. But God, in the fullness of time, sent forth his son to redeem you out of the mess because 
He had a plan for your life. He looked beyond your faults and saw beyond that dirt, focusing on your beauty, his blood drawn to set beautifully dirty men free from sin. Philippians 1 and 9, that's the verse that we had today. And this is my prayer that your love may abound. Love has to abound in all things. In all things. No matter what, it's all about God's love because he would not have sent his son to the cross had he not loved us. Had he not loved us. It's all about God's love. Living in his love. Walking and talking in God's love. The birds in the air cannot always discern what is best for their lives. That's why they lean and depend on our Heavenly Father to take care of and to meet all of their needs. As we pray for discernment, we will know what is best. But there are times in our lives when we cannot make that decision or make the best decision. Like the birds, we must learn to lean and depend on God to meet all of our needs and to give us the wisdom and the knowledge to follow through and to stick to whatever he alone has authorized. Each of us has a mission. People are watching you. What do they see when they see you? Will they watch you as I watch that beautiful cardinal picking up something dead and eating something dead? Is that how people will see you? What do they see? Will they see you shimming in a puddle of dirty, muddy gossip, enjoying every moment of it like that beautiful black and orange bird I saw? Are you beautifully dirty? Or can you truly say that you are a beautiful king's kid, walking like your father, talking like your father, living like your father. <laughs> father God created you to live beautiful from the inside out. Beauty is only skin deep, skin deep. Today is the day to begin showing your inward beauty and making a commitment to God. Cherish what Jesus did on that old rugged cross. His blood was poured out for each one of us, nailed to the cross of Calvary to satisfy our debt, to satisfy our debt. Be beautifully sanctified, not beautifully dirty, but be beautifully sanctified in Christ. Don't let sin rule your life. Don't let it rule your life. Look to God. Lean and depend on God for everything. Live for Christ. Live for Christ. Live for Christ. My closing prayer for us today is found in Romans 15 and 13, and it says, Now the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope 
through the power of the Holy Ghost, that you may abound in hope, hope in the Lord, feel his love, feel his joy, lean on him. His mercy and his grace abounds in our lives every single day. No matter what we're going through, you can lean and depend on God for all things. Sure, we worry. Sometimes we complain a bit too much, but we have to lean and depend on God and know that whatever it is that we're going through, he's got it in control. He's got it in control. We have to lean on him. He gives us the coping skills gives us the coping skills for whatever it is. So lean and depend on God for all things. Father, we just bless you right now. We give you all glory, all honor, all praises. Father, we thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you that we are beautifully sanctified, oh God, in you, oh God. Father, we ask that you just have your way in us, with us, and through us. Father, individually, oh God. Father, if you find anything in any one of us that should not be, Father, we ask that you remove it and destroy it right now. We want to walk in your word, talk in your word, live in your word, oh God. Father, have your way in us right now, oh God. Show us your mercy, your grace, and your love. Father, let us feel it, oh God. Father, sometimes when we're going through things, we don't feel like you're there with us, but we know that you said that you'd never leave us or forsake us, oh God. So Father, bless us right now. Father, bless each one that is assembled here right now. You know what they have need of, oh God. Only you know, oh God. So Father, we bless you. Father, let this word go into our hearts, oh God. So that this week, oh God, we can be making a change, oh God. That we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. And we want people to see us as you see us, oh God. So have your way. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, resting on your feet. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the Oh, oh, oh. 
Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. 